Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. Going to Kingdom Success listeners, Tyler McCart coming at you, episode 265. Man, I am excited to be able to do this episode with you guys. I'm actually in my office, um, and I'm going to do something that I sense the Holy Spirit leading me to do, or that has encouraged me to do this, and I'm only going to take 15 minutes here to talk to you guys. And we're going to just rapid fire, basically, um, with, oh, how to say it, Um, being able to talk to you guys about kind of what I'm learning and how to apply the word on a daily basis. I hope you guys realize that Kingdom Success is all about applying the word in the marketplace. It's not, you know, where you go get, um, you know, your ears tickled and have a funny uh sermon given to you on Sunday morning. No, you know, as a kingdom citizen, as a kingdom uh, person, you know, we are constantly bombarded by the world and whatever you give attention to will manifest in your life. So if you're giving your attention to the kingdom, the kingdom will start to produce, the kingdom will start to manifest in your life. And I really believe that. And I just want to take uh, today and go over the notes I actually had from my um from church this actually which was yesterday and uh we'll see kind of how this kind of unfolds but i I really believe that it was just a great um communication uh that the young lady she was actually a guest speaker of ours at our church free chapel Uh, her name was charlotte uh, gamble and she is a sought-after speaker, and she did a great job just with the analogy and what she wanted to talk about. So I'm going to dive into this and kind of see where it takes me uh, for the next. Um, and I might make it 15 minutes. I might not make it 15 minutes. Just depends. But you know, I won't. I'm going to try not to go over 15 minutes because I'm coming at you uh, potentially well five days a week. All right. So let's do this. Okay. So. God's word doesn't change. God himself doesn't change. So I want you I want that to sink in with you. You know, wherever you're at, if you're riding in your car, if you're um, on a treadmill, if you're, you know, raking leaves or if you're, you know, uh, in your shower or or you know, you're putting on your makeup, whatever you're doing, okay? God doesn't change. God's word doesn't change. So if those two things don't change, something has to change, and that is us. And really, when when we talk about us, it is the soil of our heart. It is the our soulish realm and our soil of our heart that has to be soft, that has to be uh, filtered out of all the negative, of all the things that are going on in society that might want to bog you down. And 
you, what I want to encourage you just with this thought that I have right here of what she said in the very beginning is I hope that you, every time you approach the Word of God, that you are trying, you're doing your very best to filter out all the crud or all the stuff that might be in, you know, the soil of your heart so that when the Word is planted, that seed of the Word is planted in your heart, guess what? It can take root. Those cares of the world from social media things to you comparing yourself to someone on social media or what the politicians are doing or not doing uh, or what, um, you know, you've got bills to pay or your marriage is a wreck, you know, those things, those are called cares of this world that actually will, you know, cause your, the soil in your heart to become impure. And this is where, you know, the rubber hits the road as a man thinketh, so is he. And you've got to, what I tell my daughter, Trinity, is you have to actually be the police. You actually have to take every thought into captivity and make sure it's not going up against or going contrary to what the Word of God says about you. You know, the Bible clearly says you shouldn't be worried. And a lot of times, a lot of people, that's, they, they think if they're not worrying, something's wrong with them. And I'm, I'm here to tell you guys that from a very practical standpoint, that's incorrect. The Bible says don't worry about anything. So you've got to filter out your heart. Now, the thing that I really, I just really love about her illustration, and I think it just really will go well with being very practical. So she gives this illustration about her life where that she was the super mom and doing all the stuff for her kids, but she had a, what, they, what she called a mom fa fail, or that's what my wife calls it, whenever she you know, had a huge mix-up about a schedule or she forgot to bring something or sign something for the kids, uh, or just me, I might have had a total botch and that I was supposed to go pick the kids up at school or go do something, you know, you have a parent fail. That sometimes happens. Well, she tells the story about how that, you know, she went all out one Christmas of buying all these toys from Fisher Price. You know, she got the, the, the uh, little uh, train set that Fisher Price had that, you know, you you, you push the button that starts to go and it, you know, it kind of makes the sound. She got the, the little record uh, thing that you pull the string and it starts to uh, make sounds or whatever it does. Uh, you know, all these different items that she bought from this one company. She, she invested a lot of money into this for Christmas Day. Well, lo and behold, Christmas Day arrives and all of her kids are excited about it, start ripping the uh, packages open from uh, from so-called Saint, Saint, uh, Santa Claus. Uh, but once they had ripped them open and started to unbox all the presents and all the toys, she realized that she had her huge mom fail. And what was that huge mom fail that she had? <laughs> she forgot to look at the very bottom of the actual box and say where it says, Batteries not included. So 
all of her kids, the toy train, the the little uh, thing that would you know light up uh, the kitchen or whatever it was that that she bought, all those things on Christmas morning weren't able to be played with, weren't able to be you know done anything with because it had no power source, it had no battery that were supposed to be purchased separately from this uh, from those toys, and she goes on to sit there and talk about. You know, the this the scripture verse that I thought was just really, really good, and I just want to back it up with with this right here. It's actually found in First Peter, excuse me, Second Peter, chapter one, five and six. And I'm just gonna I'm gonna read this real quick to you guys and keep the train moving here. So in view of all this, here here it goes. In view of all this, make Every effort to respond to God's promises. Here we go. So we remember what I told you in the very beginning. God's promises don't change. Right? God doesn't change. So it's our job to respond. And how do we respond? Okay, I want to read this actually in... Oops. Let me see what version I want to read this in. In the... Yeah. Here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna read this in the New King James, or actually the Passion Translation. I want to read this in the Passion Translation. So to devote yourself to lavishing, supplementing your faith, supplementing your faith. That's a key word right there. Supplementing your faith. Uh, another translation uh, right here says, "Don't lose a minute in building on what you've been given, complementing your basic faith." Complimenting it, now, I want you to hear that. Complimenting your base faith, this is the message version, with character, spiritual understanding, alert discipline, passionate patience, reverent wonder, warm friendliness, genuine love, each uh, diminish. I don't know how to say that word, fitting into and developing the others. With these qualities and active growing in your lives, no grass will grow under your feet. No day will pass without its reward as you mature in the experience of your Master Jesus. Without these qualities, you can't see what's right before you. Obviously, oblivious, excuse me, oblivious that your old sinful life has been wiped away from the book. Here's here's the key thing with all those different attributes. You know, I mean, we, you know, you you look at the fruit of the spirit. What are the fruit? What's the fruit of the spirit? The fruit of the spirit is basically love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, uh, kindness, goodness, and self control. Well, you know, you have you have to bring something to the table of plugging into the power source of actually having the battery, you know, to charge your faith to be able because again. If you're sitting there still living in the world with you know just the one thing that even good character, or spiritual understanding, or alert discipline, or patient, or passionate patience, or reverent wonder, or warm friendliness, just even those types of things. If those things are not just being practiced in your life, then your faith is going to kind of short circuit. Your faith actually will not be as fully powered of what you need to be doing 
in your life. And she goes on to talk about this whole entire thing, which I thought was just really beautiful. And that was that, you know, you've got, when you see your little bar on your iPhone or on your, you know, Android phone, whatever it is, starting to run low, you've got charging stations, you've got charging cords all throughout your house, in your car. I mean, you, you start to, when it gets down to, you know, below 20%, you start to go, oh, I got to charge my phone. And you spend more time focused on charging your phone versus charging the battery. And I want to encourage you guys, just with a little bit of time that I have left right here, that you have got to plug in to the power source. All right. You've got to have charging stations, charging stations set around your place during the week not just on Sunday morning when you go to church, but actually during the week, you know, every morning or, you know, for me, I'll just use me, give you a very practical example as I wind down. I, I start off in the morning with just some, uh, with a word. I get into my debate, daily devotions that I have and I read the word. I get in the word and I, I study. I mean, I read and study. I listen to different podcasts throughout my day. All right. I at least use at least one podcast of good, wholesome thing. I also have a book that I'm reading that actually does build my faith. I mean, you guys know this about me. And this is something that I do daily. These are charging stations, so to speak. Charging stations that I have spread across my life, spread across my day to help me stay focused on the Word and help to keep my heart clear and clean. These are something that I have just, I've had to be intentional about doing these things. And because I've been intentional about doing these things, guys, it has produced and it cont continues to produce in my life. And I'm out of time. So gang, I want to just deliver this to you. Okay. You've got, you, you've got to bring something to the table where that you are recharging your batteries and keeping the soil of your heart clean and pure in order for your faith to be charged, in order for your faith to be energized. These are just the things that you've got to do in order to charge your faith. Okay? So, gang, know that I love you. Know that I'm always praying for you. If you ever need to chat with me, just reach out to me. But know that you're blessed, you're highly favored, you're empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health and the spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys and gang will catch you on the other side.